every professional today can use e-learning. It's about training your employees. It's about staying close to your customers and educate your customers instead of being reactive and uh, just provide customer support or customer success. Welcome to the Strategy and Leadership Podcast, the podcast that brings you practical advice, lessons, and stories from senior leaders and thought leaders from around the world. The Strategy and Leadership Podcast is brought to you by SME Strategy, working with organizations around the world to create and implement their strategic plans. To learn more, visit smestrategy.net. And now, your host, Anthony Taylor. Hey there, folks. Thanks for joining me today. My guest today is Panos Siozos, who is the co-founder and CEO of Learn Worlds, and he's calling us from Cyprus today. Panos, how are you today? Hi, Anthony. I'm fine. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm so excited to chat. I appreciate you joining us at the end of your day. But, you know, days and times just blend these days, especially in the virtual world. But as a way of getting started and getting to know each other, can you tell a little bit about yourself, how you got to where you are, and a little bit about Learn Worlds, and we'll get into the interview? Yes, of course. So I'm the co-founder and CEO of LearnVolts. LearnVolts is, is an e-learning company. We have built a platform for creating and selling online courses. My history with uh, e-learning goes way back. I've studied computer science and I received a PhD in educational technology. So I, I, with my co-founders, we've built our first platform back in the year 2000. In mm. an academic setting, you know, we were researchers creating new educational tools, publishing papers, attending conferences, testing them, you know, in, with uh, using uh, students as guinea pigs and testing all these uh, uh, tools that we were creating. We hadn't thought back then about creating a business, but this is how we got into e-learning. This is how we we started developing and creating products. And we saw that this is something that we like very, very much. So after finishing my, my PhD, I, I worked in the, also in the private sector as a, as a software developer and a, and a CTO for a, for a business. And also I spent five years working as a policymaker, as an advisor to policymakers in the, in the European Parliament in, in Brussels, which is the equivalent as I was, let's say, the equivalent of a chief of staff for a US congressman. That's the, the, the European equivalent. Working also about research and innovation and entrepreneurship, how to do businesses. And this is how, at some point back in 2012, we got back together with my two co-founders and co-students. And uh, we said, okay, we have the expertise. We know how, in theory, how e-learning should be. Uh, we, we are not satisfied by the kind of products that we see out there. Let's try to build our own. Let's try to create a platform that will uh, that will actually implement the state of the art of e-learning, and let's get it get it at the hands of actual trainers and professionals, and let's see what they can do. This is how we started with uh, zero entrepreneurial background, but lots of expertise and lots of drive to create uh, uh, nice uh, things. Awesome. And now, uh, how big is the company? Well, we are. We're growing a lot. Uh, e-learning is uh, is now, I would say, the the default mode of learning, especially after the, the the terrible COVID experience. In terms of manpower, we're now a team of 120 people. Just a year ago, we we completed a funding round, a Series A funding round with uh, inside partners of 32 million dollars. That was obviously at the, at the peak of the interest around uh, e-learning and how e-learning is very very relevant to how people 
learn, socialize, consume, uh, and even get entertained uh, today. So it's a, it's a great place to be. It's a great industry to be in, and it's a great time for working in the in the learning sector. Yeah, absolutely. And really why I wanted to highlight that is, you know, there's a lot of people who say, oh, yeah, that's a good idea and a good platform. But really, like you've built it significantly and raising your Series A at this level is it really just shows that I'm sure the technology is good. Like I haven't seen the platform. I'm sure the technology is good. But what I think is really interesting about your your background, it wasn't just, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. I've got an idea. Let's make money. It's rooted in a career of educational development. And what I, I'm curious about your perspective on how you see educational technology and programming, because they're kind of similar. You're just doing different things. That intersection, and I'm sure it plays into the UX and the UI of the whole platform. So it's not just, hey, let's slap up a video a la YouTube. There's got to be some, some design within it that really differentiates it and creates huge value such that you're getting that adoption and, and things like that. So there wasn't really a question, but I suppose my question is, how do you view education? How do you view development? How do you, and then do you see an intersection with the kind of technical programming, mm -hmm. whether that's programming as a human or programming within software? Mm -hmm. It's a, this is goes, I guess, at the root of who we are and, and what we, what we do. I guess our main and biggest our biggest differentiation from other course platforms out there is that perhaps we are the only course platform that has been created from people who actually are instructional designers and have PhDs in e-learning. So we're not coming at it just from a marketing perspective or let's say an entrepreneurial perspective, but we also understand the science behind it and how learning could and should and, and should be. And I have to admit that when we started, we had zero entrepreneurial experience and we started you know, with this naive concept of uh, you know, build it and they will come. Let's build the best possible platform that we can do based on, on the science that is out there and the, and the UI and the UX and, the, and, the, and design some amazing learning experiences. In some cases, I have to say that we even built too much. The first iteration of our platform was created to teach people web development and web design. So it was about HTML5, CSS3, things that were pretty hip back back in the day. And actually in the platform itself, you could go in, you could start changing code and you could actually see within the platform the, the design that you were creating in real time. So it was it was quite a, a novel concept back back then. But pretty soon we saw that the platform was so powerful we had people from other industries and other sectors coming to us and say, okay, this is an amazing platform, but you're teaching this, you're using this to teach development, web development. Can I use that to teach photography? Or can I use that to teach marketing? Can I use that to teach English or whatever? So we we, pre, we very soon realized that we had something very powerful at our hands and we had to make it more generic. In 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 many cases, we had to pare down some of the, let's say, more science heavy features that we had uh, developed because not everybody could really use them and uh, and it, it, they were too much so at, at that point also the we started becoming more entrepreneurs and balancing what science dictates and what the actual market and the actual users require now like a platform that they can that they can use so we had to put the scientists on the back seat we had to learn to, to, to listen very hard to what our customers were saying. And we started adding some of the, let's say, the, the marketing features and the sales features that, that people were requiring. So we found now an amazing balance of 
knowing how e-learning should be and how you can create amazing transformational engaging e-learning experiences and uh, also how to frame that with all the the marketing and the admin features that you will need to create a successful online business because with an online course you effectively create an online business in a box and you can sell your courses your content to a global audience 24/7 so this is a, a real really an empowerment for uh, entrepreneurs that's awesome. Well, I'm definitely now now you've piqued my interest because we have a course on how to do strategic planning. So walking people through the process and then we're developing one for leadership. So how to implement the strategic plan. So uh, definitely I'm going to check that out. But I understood the development of the product. And I understand how you've had to like shift and evolve your mindset as you've gone just from a product perspective. But within the CEO role, how has that shift been for you? Because I, I see a lot in the kind of corporate world both at the leadership team level, but um, at the CEO level, but also in the leadership teams, that people who are practitioners, like they're really good at their jobs, they're being put in leadership places uh, and without experience beforehand. So how has that transition been from you to being like the technical doer person to the person who has to now lead, you know, 120 people and, and set the vision for the company? How has that growth and development been for you? First of all, I've been blessed that I have two co-founders with whom we I share equal responsibility for the for the business. We strategize together. We design. We we help. We we jump in where everywhere where we are needed. So it, I can say we are three equally like co-founders and let's say directors of the of the business and also i don't see myself as a you know as a ceo for for me ceo is like a chief enabler how i can be there and help other people we've been from day one we've been hands-on we were a bootstrap business when we started we were just three people and you know a student that we got with us from the from the university we were doing everything so i was uh, uh, i was trying to sell I was trying to write documentation. I was uh, I I was the support uh, rep for uh, for our business, and we were working from uh, we were a remote company from day one. Not company, a remote side project. That's what how how we started. Uh, we were in uh, three different cities, two different countries. We were working mostly with the U.S. market even back then. So uh, we're talking about I don't know fielding calls at uh, one or two p.m. if it's uh, like in the in the West coast, uh, 2 a.m., sorry. So we had to be there. We had to do all this stuff. So uh, we never, we were wearing all these different hats just to get the job done, do unscalable things if we had to, you know, in order to talk to as many people as possible. We had, we had zero budget and zero experience. So we had to do things manually. So I was, you know, selling and making demos and uh, uh, sub, uh, supporting uh, uh, people on, on the same uh, in the same hour and that was also what my co-founders were were doing and even now when where we have i don't know a 25 people uh, support team i'm in there in the ticket <laughs> when when it's needed you know when it's something where we can solve a problem in a more scalable way or we can take a quick decision i want to be there I, we're trying not to interfere because we have some amazing professionals with us, with us now and uh, some mid-level management that, that performs amazingly and they, and they manage their own teams. But we still try to be next to, to everybody, inspire 
enable take quick decisions that's the best that we can do we we are still we still operate in a uh, even though let's say we are a funded uh, well-funded startup we still operate with this uh, bootstrap mentality we try to be resource efficient and quick and we understand that a startup is an experiment so we have to adapt fast to the situation out there especially as an e-learning business in the era of covid Everything changed about e-learning. Everything changed in so many different industries, but we're not presumptuous to say that, okay, we figured it out. This is the product. We know where things are going. We know that every day we have to understand what is happening out there in the market. We have to anticipate changes, improve the product, and be always on our our toes and try to to be quick in our decision-making and humble in how we approach this problem that we are are solving. So... uh, we evolved, I guess. We we it was difficult, much more difficult for for us as very hands-on people to learn how to delegate, you know, and uh, say, okay, I don't have to correct, you know, this piece of text or this bug or whatever. Some other people can do it much better than than I can do, and I can focus my time on more strategic, let's say, decision making. But we we are we are still every day trying to be leading from the front be close to the actual battles and the trenches where people take decisions on marketing, on the product. And we see that this really empowers the team. They feel great about working with us. So we're not the people in the ivory tower. Uh, we are we are working next to our, uh, next to our guys and, uh, and this amazing team. And uh, it works at the, still at that uh, level. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I get that. And I think it's just uh, refreshing for me, you know, the difference. And I, I believe there is a difference culturally between Europe and, and the United States uh, in a lot of different ways. Not to say that that has impacted your decision, but it's refreshing to hear that even at the size that you're at, you know, your commitment to your customers, number one, like from that entrepreneurial, your commitment to your people saying, hey, there's nothing that you would do that I wouldn't do. And here we go, let's do it. And so it'd be interesting to see your growth over the next couple of years. But I'm just very clear that, you know, you're, you're close to your roots. You're really embracing that that journey and, and, and loving the work. And I think that that's what's so cool. Um, the other thing that's neat is that, you know, while you have that bootstrap mentality, you're not growing for the sake of growth in that you could get really bloated. I even noticed your relative hesitancy to say, hey, this is how many people we have, because it doesn't seem to me that that's like the measure of your success is not how many headcount you have, where in some cases it is. You're just like, hey, we're doing great work. We're, you know, we're just focused on doing what we got to do to help our people. And even in, or in this time of change, we're adapting and we're still learning. And I'm sure that this morning you probably had some conversation that you're like, all right, let's try this new thing and let's see how that goes. Is that a fair assessment as to maybe how your morning went today? Yes, absolutely. Very fair. We we still try to be in this experimental mode, trying new things, learn people how to not afraid to, to be afraid to test things, even, you know, how to use the budget. Everything now, it's easy when a company grows, you know, to, to feel all this inertia and people start trying to be being risk averse and uh, you know trying not to to rock the boat or or stuff like that we we want to to uh, to instill a, a culture of constant learning we are an e-learning company we 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 understand that e-learning is perhaps the only superpower that we possess as humans and we want everybody in the team to to really flex those muscles 
continue learning in their roles, in other roles, continue evolving as, as persons. We, we think that this is fundamental for be, being satisfied with your job and with your, uh, with your life. Uh, so that's that's what we we try to do, and we're really happy about the the where we are, the size that we are as a business. Not not for any like vanity as a we don't see headcount as a vanity metric. We are super happy to have such an amazing team and to be able to implement the things that we had envisioned, all, all the things that we imagined about how the product could be, what kind of quality work we could do, things that we couldn't do a couple of years ago because we didn't have the budget and the and the resources. Now we're very happy because we have some amazing professionals with us that can help us uh, realize that uh, that vision and provide to our customers and an even better experience. That's something that uh, that uh, that really bonds, I guess, the, the entire team. We are very obsessive, I would say, about our customer support. How our customers feel if they are happy with their uh, with with the platform and the and the experience. Creating an online course is a complex endeavor. It requires lots of expertise from somebody. They need to put in the time, create the content, promote the content. It's not an easy thing to do. We know that it's difficult because we've done this ourselves. So we want to be there to help them in most cases through the platform. In other cases, we have to educate them, to show them how this is done. In some cases, we just have to fire them or hold their hands. And at the end of the day, it's very satisfying that when you see a professional who you know had an idea about creating an online school and they managed to get their first sale or they managed to get their first 10 grand or they managed to get their first million and, and this is an, an amazing uh, achievement that the entire team uh, shares and we're very happy to have this team and work at a, such an interesting problem uh, at such uh, interesting times i would say mm. Absolutely. And one of the things that's cool, again, from a CEO perspective, who is doing the tickets because you've grown it, you lived it, your proximity to the customer to understand like what's really important to them is clear. And I think that's important in good product design. Also, like listening to your customer and saying, hey, you know, I heard you say this, you know, you could have said, no, you know, we're just a clothing platform. But, you know, the demand of the customer, you listen to them. I've mentioned a couple of times that that's where I, I see the world going. And then also like from a values perspective, you know, value is continuous improvement and learning. Like you kind of have to because you're an online course platform, but you don't need to. And I think that there's lip service around continuous improvement and challenging, but then there's the, hey, like what are we doing as a practice to be able to reflect on ourselves and, and adapt that way? The last two years has shown us that we cannot rest in a manner of speaking, because it is uncertain, uh, but being adaptive and, and iterative and you, using that kind of scientific approach to, to growth, um, I think is going to be critical as we move forward, because I think it's shifting left, right and center in a bunch of different ways. And, and so being adaptive to that. So I guess it leads me to one of my final questions, Panos, is what do you see in the adult learning space moving forward? So we have leaders on our call. They're trying to elevate their senior leaders, you know, they're trying to bring them skills, online learning, as in like a traditional course may or may not be the best way for a lot of them. But what are you seeing in that learning development space? What do you see being critical for either the skills that people need to learn or the environment around acquiring new skills, expertise, learning mm -hmm. and growth? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I fully believe that e-learning now is the default mode of learning in every kind of, of business. I can't easily see a future, a future where 
I don't know, a company would need to train 300 people and would get them in a hotel for five hours of PowerPoint. I think there will be a riot. And it's it, it's also extremely, you know, not inefficient to do, to do something like that. We need to keep learning. There is now an amazing transformation happening in the in the ways we learn, in the ways we consume, in the ways we socialize that all point towards a perfect storm for uh, uh, for e-learning. And I'm not talking and this happens this is happening also in the academia. We see the decline of traditional academia. There's so much talk in uh, in many countries, especially in the US, about student debt, like people going into dozens of thousands of debt in order to get a degree, which it's you know the like it's uh, there are not many chances to 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 con- to transform this degree into into future in, into future revenues. Increasingly, people uh, try to get the skills that they need for the job at uh, at hand, micro degrees, and learning the things that you need in order to pro- to to progress in your job, get a raise, get another uh, another another position. So everything points to being very flexible. And a big offer, being able to offer these uh, these skills at the right time, where people need them and when people need them, and and this is perfect for e-learning. And this is not just purely academic; it's also about revenue, about how, in a smart way, every professional today can use e-learning. It's about training your employees. It's about staying close to your customers and educate your customers instead of being reactive and uh, just provide customer support or customer success, you, you can train them today about uh, how to use uh, their, their, uh, a software, let's say, or a hardware or, or a service. It's about coaching, especially when we're talking about leadership. It's how to provide this. It, it doesn't need to be a mass online course. It can be a one-on-one coaching session with a with a leader that can uh, empower them and give them more skills for what they need to do for their new for a for a new role it's about cohort classes we see like new uh, new business models being generated every day around uh, e-learning so e-learning is a is not one particular thing it's a catalyst for many different things for for every industry for every position and uh, this is where a tool like ours can be very handy because you can adapt it to the things that you are you're doing whether you're an individual professional a content creator who is trying to monetize their audience or a business that needs smarter more efficient ways to stay close to their customers, close to their employees, close to their partners. So education can be the best form uh, of marketing, even mm. for a business that needs uh, that needs to to grow. So we we are pushing the boundaries in what the platform can do for education. We have created a very flexible platform that can adapt to all these cases. Whether you're selling online courses or you're using training as a side project to your consulting business, perhaps or as a way to gain more revenue out of your consulting business or how to stay close to your customers and increase retention and uh, and and revenue from existing customers this is this is a method let's say and uh, and uh, and the tool that can have catalytic effect on uh, on any on any business and and people should start thinking more about that i think that uh, as i mentioned before e-learning is now the default mode of learning Learning is our only superpower. We need this in order to keep adapting and uh, uh, both as individuals and as professionals as uh, as businesses. So let's find smart ways to transform the content and the knowledge that we have 
into revenues. This is this is what we can. Uh, this is the uh, the only thing that uh, that uh, matters, <coughs> I guess, for yeah. uh, for a businessman. Absolutely. No, I, I love that. I can tell your passion and it's, it is the future. And I think uh, everything that you're talking about will come to terms when people stop saying e-learning. <laughs> I think it'll just be learning and it's just the tool. But what what I've also taken away as we wrap up here, Panos, is uh, with 20 years under your belt of the work, not just the technology, you're not, it's not the tool. The tool is just the tool. It's the outcome. So how can we deliver the best outcomes? You happen to have built a platform to support that outcome. And I'm, you know, convinced that over the next 10, 20 years, the platform will continue to adopt and evolve to really meet the needs of people. So where can our listeners connect with you? Where can they learn more about Learn Worlds and uh, anything else you want to say as we finish up today? Yep. Uh, uh, for us, you can learn more about us uh, by visiting our website, www.learnworlds.com. We do offer a 30-day free trial. So any, everybody who might have been intrigued or would like to see how that might uh, look like, you can just start a, a, a fully functional trial, no strings attached, play around. And you can always contact me by emailing hello at learnworlds.com. I, I still follow that e email and uh, try to, to be in close contact with our customers. So happy to, to connect and see if we can help you out with your business and the problems that you are trying to, to solve every day. Awesome. I love that. Panos, it's been such a pleasure. I'm I'm going to take advantage of that 30-day three trial uh, and check that out. And then um, just appreciate you sharing with me today. I'm, I'm super excited and I wish you and your team the best of luck in that uh, next stage of growth for the company. Thanks, Anthony, for having me on your show. Stay safe, everyone. That's my pleasure. Folks, my guest today is Panos Siosos, who is the co-founder and CEO of LearnWorlds.com. Do check it out. I encourage you and invite you to reflect on how your team is learning and look at how you can adapt the technologies that exist to make sure that you're not only delivering the information, because anybody can deliver information, that the outcomes of that information are being met and are they driving growth in your organization. If you're doing that, then you have learning. So. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being here. Would love for you to comment. Uh, let me know what you liked about today. Join us on YouTube. Join us on LinkedIn. See you on the internet. My name is Anthony Taylor. This has been the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. I appreciate you. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We post twice a week so you can count on us for your weekly source of content to help you grow and expand as a leader. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider giving us a review. We read every single one, and it helps us make a better show for you, the listener. Also, it helps more people find the show, which means we can help as many people as possible. We appreciate you listening and following along, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. And as Anthony says, until next time.